I wanna be the best in the game, invest in my name, check no restraints, I'm obsessed with the pain, I ingest, I retain, assess and I change, possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints, money, clout and fame, mud disease, a plague, we all love to hate, have to play the game, have to make a name, all our insecurities are on This display. is war with the enemy, think that it was meant to be, living in a time where Hello and welcome listeners to another episode of Tactical Awareness. We're back with season one, episode 24, damn near halfway through a year uh, of Tactical Awareness episodes. And we are starting a new series that Owen came up with. Uh, We couldn't really come up with a name for it in this, but I'm going to call it Arrow Alert. Uh, It's anti-faction reviews. Something that I don't know people have done, Uh, but instead of being a, what is the strength of this faction? It's if you're playing against this faction, what do you look out for and how do you take it apart? Uh, so let's join Owen and Dan for some, I think we're talking about a chimpanzee war and we'll get this going. Oh man. I love, I love that. We always lo- like open this with just loose horse shit. <laughs> Makes me happy. Um, yeah. So chimpanzee war was where this started and, and now we're gonna, now we're gonna talk about other things. Um, this guy is poison and my chest hurts. <laughs> so Owen and Dan are living in Blade Runner right now. Uh, it's literally orange everywhere that they go. I spent a summer in the '90s like that, so I can commiserate. It's it's horrifying when the the forest fires are right outside of town. So if we never hear from Owen Dan again, um, it's because Calgary's gone and the end times have started, and lightning strikes into the peat moss and the tundra have caused massive forest fires that have destroyed Alberta. Um, That's fine. I got good lungs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Dan's first time through this. He's 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 done this before. He knows what it's like when the world's on fire uh i'm i'm in beautiful southern ontario which is just sun and and gorgeous right now we got we got nothing going here there's no there's no impending forest fire doom um so as of this recording i am marked safe from being albertan so everybody i think infinity should bring back full auto yeah (laughs) let's just open with a hot take let's let's bring back a modifier that nothing gets rid of not exactly. marksmanship, not visors. It's just, hey, it's just suppressing in the active turn. Because, because fuck you. That's why. It's uh, it's you get an extra burst and you inflict a minus three if you face to face as a BS attack. It, it's wow. basically spraying and praying from N three. This is the most useless fact for those of you listening because it has no one guy on anything had, that you do. Now. One guy had it for about twenty minutes before the end of that game. It was the no, swat, the swat. it was it was it was the Kuhn Taskmaster, wasn't it? Was the oh, Kuhn Yeah, the other size five yeah. guy. That's right. Yeah, and I get so that mixed up because you'd put him on suppression and he'd be minus nine to shoot at with no way to get around it. No, because only when he active active turned you. No, it wasn't. Not for yeah, the minus full three. Auto's active turn. Wasn't no, it? you only got the extra burst during the active turn. The mod was any time he did a BS attack as that was face uh, to face. Oh, that was maybe. face to face. Yeah. So he had mimetism. That's right, but he had cover. You sound, you and then sound suppression. Sure. I, I I brought them for that sole reason. Right. There were some interactions about whether or not he got the plus one burst in arrow because he was... didn't have mimetism. That's right. He did. He did not have mimetism. Yeah. He, now it's mimetism. Yeah, because they gave him plus one BS and mimetism, and mimetism, which is like, oh, look, it's the same thing. And it's like, it's not the same thing. It's counter- visors stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now it's kind of. And they hand out visors like candy in this game now. <laughs> they don't hit them like a candy, but they, they are. Definitely they do. exist. No, there's just more profiles. So it feels like it. There's um, more, pro- more profiles exist now than used to exist. Yeah. And they gave them all MSV. I was actually, I was looking at it the other day about. Because I in in lead up to this episode, I had started going through all of the different factions and looking for things that are like that's an identifiable threat. 
an linkable MSV is one of them. Mm, guess, yeah, who, yeah. guess who doesn't get an MSV link? It's Ariadna. It's only Ariadna. <laughs> Everyone else gets it. They do, don't they? Can't you link Mavericks? You can have a Harrison Mavericks. Which... Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Remember the motorcycle guys have, have, yeah. have MSV one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's it's a very weird link because it's like it, three it, motorcycles. It's only it's only a Harris, so <laughs> and it doesn't go all the way, and it yeah. requires you to bring a doctor motorcycle. Um, uh yeah, I think it does. No, because you're yeah, it's only two, and then the doctor. Oh, it's makes two, it three. and then the doctor is the wild card. I think. Yeah, you're right. No, he's he's also a wild card. He's a grunt wild card. Motorized can join them. Because they're one to two Mavericks and zero to one motorized bounty or motorized doctors. Mm, so you get a Harris. So they can even get a burst two MSV. And then they're Mavericks, so they get rockets. So, okay, there you go. Everyone gets it. Candy. You're Candy. welcome, everybody. You're Candy. welcome. I, I knew. <laughs> also, that Maverick team is actually really good. And, and the real and, question and is weirdly, <laughs> how many of them all have mimetism as well? And the answer is, Way more than you think. Yeah, because the Mavericks do all of them, which is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> but only sure when they're does. on their motorcycles. When they they're weirdly one of the only ones that when they get off their motorcycle don't have as many more. It's a weird, it's a weird combination. Still have MSV one though. I mean, a lot of people MSV when one. they get off their bike, the exceptions are the ones who keep it. Well, the one the thing that they, they also have, which most bikers have, is armor three, because they're they're wearing Tuzium plated armor. So they get off with their, their AP Spitfire that also fires trillion dollar ammunition in their trillion dollar armor and, and have MSV1. Um, so that's and that actually is a good lead into this. Uh we are going to be talking about um uh we haven't come up with a name for this. We should come up with a name for this, like the what thing. this format's gonna be. It's like greatest hits. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's like a, it's like a. What are the? But it, Owen's Owen's concept See, like, for this was. I, like I'm thinking more like, for. like first reaction. Would be mm. what it is. Mm-hmm. So like when when you're gonna go play a game and you're playing against someone who you don't know that well, and then you go, hey, what faction are you playing? And they say, hey, I'm playing Roma Task Force. Mm. And your brain goes, what could they bring in Roma Task Force? And like you don't care about everything that they can bring, like. Okay, sure, they can bring Ghazis or they can bring Gulams rather, and they can bring the, the variant of remotes. But like that isn't what you're thinking about. You're thinking, what are the threats that are in there mm-hmm. that are going to just murderize whatever it is that I have going on? So this or is what do like I need che- to bring to counter? It's only a cheat sheet. This is like this is like your 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 <laughs> opposing force cheat sheet. So Owen's approaching this from the point of view of like you're not playing Hawk Islam now. And all of its various sub factions, it's you're gonna go play against them. So you're now you're yeah. now not playing as them because all of our faction guys were. If you're if you're gonna play as this faction, what do you imagine you would take and what would you do? And here's a breakdown of stuff. So now it's so like, it's like a the reverse greatest hits. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> reverse greatest hits exactly. Or great greatest greatest hitters. <laughs> this is the greatest hitters. It's a, it's your your top line threats from a given faction, and this felt like a good way to almost do like an anti-faction breakdown um and this is no an idea owen had so so we're gonna do this today starting with hawk islam and maybe if we get into it get to 012 too we'll see how long this goes because we, we've never done this before so we don't really know um and this is a concept Owen came up with for like what what is the what is the useful thing for everybody else so if you're listening to a faction guide it's it's useful for people to want to play that faction if you're not everybody can get something from this playing against this faction like what what do you want to look out for and what are your like top line counters what came not everyone's the, gonna have those 
the previous episode it came up a little bit mm, like, that's right we we mentioned like like the threats that come out of factions and it's the case i was trying to make and i i don't think i effectively did it to you of why i think Brahm is the scariest out there um but we'll get to it in this episode because it, it explains why like we won't see it fully because i'm not going to talk about other factions other than maybe o12 right but even across pakistan you'll you'll see all right quick awesome um so let's do our let's do our like our our, our lead in that and then we'll jump right into that um and we'll start with some announcements and what's been going on in infinity and our like recent hobby so we'll start with announcements uh and what we have coming up um so the first announcement is i came up with a concept now that we're like rolling because this is our 25th episode he said question mark i can't <laughs> believe we haven't been canceled I can't believe that's right. I can't believe Ash hasn't fired us all yet after the last one. Um, yeah, this is our 25th episode, I think. Uh no, 24th episode. Two dozen. So we've been doing this for we're almost we've almost doing this for half a year. Uh 26 is half a year. So we are creeping up for on the 24th episode on having actually made it through like half of our first year, because 52 is a year um of like a weekly podcast and now that we're kind of rolling um one of the things we want to do is introduce some new features uh one of those features is going to be a monthly mailbag so we're going to do a i'm going to start it for the end of each month so i'm going to put this up this week for the patrons in the um patron chat on discord and it'll be basically just like a write in your questions or we can write in one and we'll do like an end of uh like month q a just like an ama basically ask us anything and we can go around the corner you can ask us individually um, ask as a group and we'll basically take your questions and answer them if you have anything infinity we will make fun of you yes i will and, and each other <laughs> and we'll name you by name if you want and if you don't want then just don't put your name in um this would be a, just an, an interesting feature and then what we also wanted to do was a episode vote feature um so what we'll probably do is starting like we won't do the episode uh, like uh topic vote thing uh this month but we'll do it for june um and we'll put in basically just like a catch-all of um of like Why? hey Who throw out some ideas for episodes <laughs> no throw out some ideas for episodes dude i'm sick of coming up with episode ideas <laughs> we, we still have to what to do. like 10 15 20 faction reviews we still have to do i know <laughs> we do i know we do but i figured we could also do something different like uh have like a monthly uh maybe we we pair that with the mailbag from then on so like our our like patron episode is a voted on topic, like a polled on topic. And then we do the Q&A at the end. And that gives us like an episode a month, basically, that's voted for and, and created by patrons um, and that we like riff on. And if we hate it, we just ignore it because we're in the fucking driver's seat. And that's it. That's how this goes. <laughs> it's, it's not a democracy. Um, although we love you patrons and you're great and we like your money. So keep going uh <laughs> that's the first announcement second announcement is we are 23 registered um and i think 12 paid so far for summer siege um which is our upcoming tackleware tournament um and it is now going to be scheduled for august 20th uh so this is all the people who are there are rollers from um, the date change in may uh and then um people paid already so it's filling up fast it's over halfway filled uh, if you do want to secure your spot, make sure you send through your um, ticket fee and we'll be ready to rock and roll with more details. The the uh, actual like scenario list is up, but I want to make sure that we um, have some cool prizes. And yeah, I need to 
the 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 uh what should we call them uh, uh full merovingian army was a pretty cool prize i have to figure out a way to top that now <laughs> so i'm not entirely sure what i'm gonna do but i have some ideas i found some stores that have old infinity stuff new in box still so i might go around once the ticket money comes in and try and collect up another like hard to find hard to buy army um for the uh for the uh the the grand prize again the big golden ticket prize so we'll see how that goes but we're over halfway full um we got all our tables secured and we have a hard cap this time of 40 because we won't be able to fit anymore in the room so if you want to come to summer siege get yourself signed up get your ticket uh cost in um like i said uh spring offensive was fantastic we had an amazing crew and this one's probably going to sell it again so let's get to it uh and that's it for announcements so let's see what's going on with we'll start with dan because dan's been been writing army ah. lists with with ah. remotes in it and sending us pictures of remotes what have you been doing ah. so uh i got confirmation that they forgot to order my yujing and they claimed it was lost to order but we all know what that means it means we dragged so, them on the internet and people started asking who, who <laughs> that's, that's what happened. It means we dragged these fuckers on the internet and they're like, oh shit, they're going to come after us on Twitter. Uh, so, so, you know, hopefully within a, a month, it'll get mailed to them and then mailed to me. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but basically. But they've already sold your war machine managers. They got your money. They don't care. Yeah. yeah I, I really don't care either. Um, I mean, they're paying you in credit. They paid you for the smart machine in credit, so you kind of should care a little bit. Nah, that's fine. Uh, it was just <laughs> collecting dust and doing already? nothing. Essentially, the hobby shit already, right? I had, I had, I had written off the value of my war machine armies completely. They were, they were just bricks of of poorly painted war machine could just metal. go in the garbage, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, so I already got way more. Look at this exciting adventure I've got on. This is a, this is. More than I've paid for. The friends uh, you made along the way is worth it. <laughs> no exactly. And the enemies that we've crushed. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's, that's I starting. Was, I was like going back and forth and looking at uh I was looking at Yaoxi Ludwans for uh for Yujing. And like in the white banner, and I think you know you can get like a couple of them, but they're size four hollow projector hollow mast. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. So I can pretend to be like the Rushis, which are like the MSV2 size four sure repeaters. Yep. Or I can try to pretend to be the, I think the Peng, the Panglings, Panglings which yep. are like the, the Evo Hacker guys or whatever. And so I'm just like, ooh, there could be so many size fours on the board. And they're all like, I can just inundate and they're like, which one's the real Rushi? Which one's the real whatever? Who knows? It's also like three size fours, so it's like a huge output of like who's who. But then like you could just, you know, play mind games and be like, oh, this one's in the open. That's probably not real. But then it is, and it kills you. It's also a BS12 Mark 12 plus one burst heavy flamethrower with deployable repeater. It's a it's a bananasly weird and it has mine layer. So you have a turn zero repeater on the board too, which is weird. Yeah, and then if I actually take Pangolings, I can make them, you know, uh, marksmanship, give them marksmanship, and then even more fun. And then just there's so like, and then there's like the long yaz, which are like size three camo guys with plus one burst Panzerfaust. Yeah, it's kind of a light version of uh, of Owen's favorite. 
But anyway, uh, value. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're camouflage, <laughs> but they're no mimetism. The, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is there like a light version of um of what's his name? Of uh Sonic Butt. Along, yeah. If they were one third of his size, maybe. <laughs> no, they're bigger, they're yeah. bigger than he is for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like they can't yeah, hide but they're, his they're one, one third the quality. He can't one hide his mind. They're also one third the cost. So 16 points for like a burst two Flamenspear, AP mine, SMG. Or deploy remote presence, surprise attack, camo. Like they're a they're a neat cheap profile for for thirty two points for two of them. And it's like medium sized camo marker. What could it be? It could be anything. It could it even be a long yeah? It's definitely a long yeah. The but the anyway. flaming. I'm I have new respect for them though because the um, burst two flaming spear, burst two Panzerfaust is so versatile. And how didn't realize that flaming spears were a, bur- blast a burst until so we exactly. played the other day. A yeah, flame yeah. blast. The fact that you could do templates with them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have Panzerfausts, right? So yeah. both, and they can the, heavy, uh, they can heavy, um, they can suppress afterwards, and they've got. Uh, did you do with the trip hammer? Mine layer. You found out the flamish spear? No, it was the double, uh, the double anaconda trip hammer combo. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The trip hammer yeah. gets the plus one flamish spear as well. He could have but... shot three. <laughs> that was or they just two ammo. Two, that's why they don't have enough ammo. <laughs> yeah. Just one for this. Oh, but anyway, so one of the games we played, and he had uh, he had a bunch of little little fusiliers on a rooftop, and I'm like, I shoot blast, and he's like, they don't have blast. I'm like, oh, I assure you. Oh, oh yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I've been like uh, finding some files to 3D print for like all the extra kind of like camoy and uh, hollow masky uh, stuff that I'm gonna have to do. So, yeah, just uh, for your hollow echoes for like your size fours, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. ne- needing like a million hollow echoes for size fours is crazy. Yeah, so I want like I I've seen way too many like empty bases or whatever, and I'm just like, nah, I want I want something, I want something. So, so I've been printing that stuff out, having fun with it. Um, it should be good. And I got two games of Infinity in. No shit. Who'd you play? Owen. Oh, Me. When <laughs> <laughs> in doubt, Owen has um, to play down again. Yeah, yeah. So we played. Um, he played uh, Joan Pain Train. After all those conversations about him never having played against the Pain Train, we played two games of the Pain Train. How'd that go? Uh, the first game, I was like, I got this cool bronze link with the HMG and the yeah, look at me go. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm running out of orders. I didn't do enough damage. I can't run away. Uh oh. And then it was like, okay, but they're bronzes. They'll survive a little bit. And then they just like got walked over like yeah. nothing. Like yeah, that... nothing. Mr. Uh, Mr. BS23 shotgun came around the corner and was like, how about favorite? <laughs> the cheapest hospitaler knight who just goes danger close. And if that doesn't work, he just goes into melee with you. Uh, not yeah. against bronzes. Don't do that. No, against bronzes, that's true. They're they're a little they're built different. They're built yeah. a little different than yeah, right. the average schlub. But if it's just some mimetism guy, you just walk up close and be like, "Yeah, I missed. Yeah, I'm just gonna stab you." You don't yeah. miss. <laughs> so I kind of just got annihilated there. The second game, I brought. Uh, I was playing Star Model the whole time because I just like I hadn't really played it, and so I was proxying the uh, the new guys the the. Beta, not the not beta troopers, the sucky droids and the camel guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I'm excited. They're they're June release. They're coming out soon. Oh. Oh. Anyway, so uh uh wild parrots are fun, but then shit, yeah. You know, they're hard to uh to I need I need to be a lot more uh, precise with their placements because he was always able to 
to get rid of them relatively easily. A war corps walks in front of the parrot, mm-hmm. thus freeing mm-hmm. Joan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, three point guy, you you have a job. But oh, then he just has, all, I all see you. I see you graduated from college. I see you graduated from college. Now you get yeah. to go over here, Mister Warcore. <laughs> do this. I see you've got a an English lit degree. The I have a job for you. It's the Sarkos. Yeah, but uh, but it, there, it'll be interesting to experiment with these guys more. Um, but the then only I brought... one, the only one shot with them too is yeah, like yeah. discouraging. You got to make it, but I mean, you don't have to roll for it. You just place it, right? And you can oh, sure. I mean, it's like crazy quals you get more. You know what I mean? Like most of the levels are like that. You, you tend to get more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anywho, um, I brought a pain train of beta troopers. So it was like three beta troopers, uh, an epsilon, and a secu droid for my big thing. And that's and my... a, that's an actual like that's a that's a real boy link now. That's a uh... oh yeah yeah yeah. It's it was scary. Yeah. And so I like. There was a tall building in the middle, and I kind of just went climbing plus and like killed some stuff around it, and then just sat on top of the building. He goes and I was like everything on the highest point of the table, <laughs> and I'm like, "Come get me!" <laughs> this is my <laughs> island of safety, Joan. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna climb this building so you can't stab me. And everyone just went prone, and then uh, <laughs> and then hid. because I'm an idiot, I put my Raven Eye up way too high, and then he I got lost the lieutenant, mm. uh, so I struggled a little bit. Um, and then he found a way up a ladder to get vantage point, and then he took apart all my guys. Mm-hmm. Also, he ran up a repeater next to the building as I was all prone on it, and he was like, "Isolate, mm-hmm. killer hacker, my killer hacker." I'm like, "Oh yeah. no!" <laughs> I see you, beta troopers are robots. <laughs> I have a, I have a bad, bad, bad plan for you. My but name I is and I am the best. But also, if if a few just placements were a little different there, I think I stood a chance. And I think it would have been like a pretty cool game, but it was just kind of like you have to be so exact when you're facing those things because like if you don't play perfectly, Joan doesn't care. That pain train has all backup plan too. Like every guy in there can step up and be like, "Well, you took a wound. You go over here, buddy. Let let Doctor Hospitaler treat you. I'm gonna come to the front and bring whatever gun I have." But also, it's like, oh, you're you're hitting on tens, or you're hitting on thirteens. Well, I'm hitting on 20s. Good luck. <laughs> Your stop luck's cute because you're a robot, but I got yeah. Deus Vault on my side. Joan walks to the top of the building. He's like, uh, oh, we all have mimetism. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I hit on 18s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, built different. My, my God, God definitely wills it with those guys. It's funny because we, we, we do, we like, we've kind of dunked on them the last little while um because they haven't they're like the one faction that hasn't been given a bunch of access to order efficiency in in the way that most of the factions have they have some ncos um and of course they have inspiring presence on joan but that's not really different from what they did before to kind of compensate for their their expensive like troopers um but just i mean at the end of the day you can still lean on that stat block and be like yeah but uh have you tried just not missing? <laughs> like, and and so they do have some obvious like mechanical power still, even even now with all the order and efficiency. And sometimes you get games where you just break yourself against that fire team. That fire team just sits in the middle of the table and fires in every direction, and you can't you can't beat that stat block. Or it comes for you, which is what happened in both of those games. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, the reactive turn. And it, I didn't it, go it first down, either. Yeah. Like he I went second know. on both games. So he had the opportunity, he came up, he did damage. 
um, but the screen screened and mm -hmm. they lived just long enough that he couldn't do any damage to the train and then they i think each game had like nine orders right uh to be able to do their thing and, and the train like... leaves the station that's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> rolling yep well good i played two God, more games godspeed uh, and you played two more games that weren't against dan that weren't so against what was your dan. week like okay um the other one i played against um a newer guy um, he was playing, he, he picked up military orders, but he was playing Yu Cheng this time. And so I played military orders and I brought the pain train as the first time playing them in quite a while and, uh, and showed him what that's like. Um, so he was playing invincible army and had this, uh, like hyper efficient, heavy, heavy infantry link, like the Shang-Chi's maybe with the, attack war. Yeah. Not the peak Shang-Chi where you can get like 18 orders and five guys, but, uh, pretty high nonetheless. And, uh, and even there, it was just like, he moves up a bit. My guys slow him down. The Raven and I and friends, they just stall. And then next thing you know, Mr. Shaka and Hospitaler has made it up the stairs. And he's just like, I shoot you. I shoot you. It's like, I'm going to shoot you with my boarding shotgun. I'm like, I'm going to shoot you with my boarding shotgun. <laughs> I brought one of those too. I crit on 17s. I'm plus three to hit. Yeah, the plus three hits is shocking. When, yeah. when, when you have a when you have a melee mod when you're firing your shotgun. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. And then the second game, um I played against Ariadna, but I oh I tried to play my uh my trip hammer and anaconda list. And it was as much as I don't like to be like, oh, dice was what decided it. Dice dice decided it. Um, he had his Cameronian, the guy with the, uh, or not, maybe it's the Cameronian, buddy, buddy with the uh, the damage seventeen APHMG, um, and he's armor five. That's the, uh, that's the Mormare. Shot him forty five times with an AP Spitfire, as in forty five dice were rolled, and he made every save, and rolled just good enough to get only one or two hits against himself each time. Wow! And I finally killed him after spending thirteen orders. And that was all I could do for an entire turn. And then the other time was, um, what's her name? Uh, Fiddler and her two little bots got into Uxia, the, the, the one volunteer watching their back and the dog face that was there. And the dog face made eight consecutive armor saves against the Vulcan shotguns and breaker pistols. The uh, volunteer made five against the shotguns and Uxia never failed to dodge and also beat uh the breaker pistols in a gunfight with one shot and they killed all of my guys he lost nothing <laughs> and it's like all right <laughs> i guess i'll just lose then some days eat the bear man some days the bear eats you and sometimes the bear's name is more mare yeah. um yeah i mean that's that's infinity right like sometimes you just can't the dice just don't stick yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was brutal. And it was very much a case of like, as, as much as it's like, oh yeah, you always have other choices and things like that, that you could do. It's a move up and take the box from the other guy. You have to remove the one guy who's standing there looking at you. And if they don't fail armor saves, it actually doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> Did you shoot him with a damage 16 AP gun? But what if he just rolls a 16? All the time. He doesn't, that he does it for every shot. And you're yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll just lose then. <laughs> and I have a creep in the open, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fun. Fun. 
fun. And then you play, and then you made yourself better by bullying Dan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tremendous. Um, I haven't played any Infinity, but that's because I have just run a giant Infinity tournament and um I don't have any. I, I have I have I have to recover from that. <laughs> Um, I did get my hands on some funny infinity minis though. I got my meteors on and then immediately realized it wasn't in Corregidor and got sad. <laughs> I was like, wait, this the remotes should be in everything. Oh wait, the flying remote's not in Corregidor? What the fuck? Like I was so upset. I was gonna paint it for my Corregidor. So I guess I have to do my Bakunin now so that I can um I can have it in Bakunin because it's like this cool, super neat flying on. I really wanted to paint it. And I got to paint a whole army to go with it, even though I have a no matter already. So I'm going to work on that. I got my hands on the new Aleph um, uh, Steel Planks upgrade pack with the um, uh, Macon and you, not Eudora, it's the other one. Mackie, the Macon, and the Doctor guy. Macion. Yeah, Macion. Uh, wait, no, I said Macion. What's the other one? It's like two named characters Macion and somebody else shit i've lost my, i've lost my strength like my my name lists for this this army um i know you're not <laughs> you wouldn't i'm starting that. to think you never know what you're talking about i don't most of the time mm, eudoros no eudoros is the one i already had it's Macaon and it's gonna hurt my brain now <laughs> Akmon, somebody maybe? else is it somebody Akmon? else is gonna know exactly who it is and they're gonna listen this. to this moment, and they're and just gonna just be, be screaming. Mad. They're just gonna, gonna be like, screaming you dumb motherfucker!" <laughs> just, just stop making a podcast, all three of you, because you can't. I'm gonna listen to this guy's all opinion. These he doesn't even know the <laughs> models in the game. Even know the models' names. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, those are my two projects to work on in the next little while. I painted models. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta paint my. Um, I have a. I also had some O12 stuff I wanted to finish off for Starmada. I have a Nyoka I wanted to paint. Um, just got multi rifle, so I can start reusing the Nyoka fire team. Um, it's like base coated and base, so she needs to get touched up. And then also, um, I put all the base coats down for, oh, what's his name? Mm, sexy uh, secret agent man, Casanova. Yeah. Casanova, no, that's no, right, Casanova, Dan. No. <laughs> Spike Spiegel, Spike Spiegel. I keep going to call him Spike Spiegel um spike spiegel needs to get painted uh and i had one other model that was in there that i wanted to paint i did Nyoka, i did spike spiegel i did there was something else cool that i had mm, i can't remember which other one it was but it's like a, a couple extra like it was a psychop there's just like a couple extra like models i wanted to paint up to try a new list for um for that faction Fuck custom stopper you did for custom stomp. That's right, a, a custom nineteen uh, ninety stompa, which I like because he's the he's the fat bellied second edition stompa. He, he's he's a gargant shrunk to be a stompa. Yeah, no, no, he's a, he's a stompa. He's a oh, custom stompa. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, is, but I think they but, used like, to the style they used the to all be gargants. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to even the stompas were gargants. They were their they made gargants. a new. They yeah. made a new model when they got shrunk down slash plasticized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mech boy gargant uh, was the um, the one that's like the current sort of like uh, Stompa. Um, yeah. And then Stompas came out when the Titan Legions box came out and they were the little guys that were like they just a, were a little class gargants. below. Yeah, yeah, like a class below. Uh, anyway, sideline into orc technology. 
Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm working on. Um, yeah, that's it. So let's dive in. Let's get to the main feature. Main feature time, everybody. Let's let's do the the the, the new segment, which we're gonna call greatest hitters. Uh, a I guess a uh, an anti faction guide. I'm excited for this. So take it away, Alan. Yeah. So uh, the the concept is basically, and it's it's tied, as I said at the very beginning, to the idea of what we were talking about before, where um, you don't see your opponent's list when you go to play Infinity, but you do get to know what faction they are, and there's a degree of like understanding that you got to get to in Infinity before you you're going to be able to like reliably deal with things that come at you and unfortunately even listening to this those lessons aren't going to stick until it happens like the first time you fight someone who has parachutist deployment zone is going to change the way you deploy every game um the first time you face a, a five-man link that has the the like pure link bonus and a visor is going to change the way you interact with link teams going forward. Um, the first time you play against someone who has access to smoke and a visor is going to change the way you react and how you expect to get shot at. Um, and like some of these things, you'll kind of have an idea of what they mean. Some you won't. But the purpose here is, hey, guy I just met at this event, what faction are you playing? Oh, I'm playing Rama Task Force. Hey, that's cool. Nobody in my gaming group plays uh, Hakislav. What are they like? <laughs> and that's yeah. the idea here. It's the, yeah. what is what is it like to play that faction? What are they? I don't need to know every single detail. I don't need a full breakdown of the faction. I need to know which list should I drop into this? Because is it going to have some hard, like nightmare piece that I'm not going to be able to deal with? Or something like that. Yeah, like, a, like, a, like almost like a, a well-known or notorious like yeah. power play and it, a combo. perfect example is what you had said and i'm only going to say this one for toha but it's the it's the symbiomates and the uh the eraser not eraser and the other one and yeah, game you don't know what that is like that doesn't mean anything to you and how it's threatening it can and can't be until you play against somebody who uses it um and if you play against toha you have to be aware that they're going to have those things and you need to plan accordingly <laughs> and if you don't then you won't and you'll have a hard time. Sometimes cool. the dice will carry you through it anyway. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that you're going to win because you know this. It's just you might make a bit more better informed opinions when you go to deploy. Um, so in the spirit of our faction reviews, having gone over Hawk Islam uh, and O12 and Aleph, uh, figured today we'll start with Hawk Islam. They're a pretty um, meaty one too. And they have some pretty pronounced like uh, greatest hitters. So I think this, yeah. is a, this is a good one to start with. So we'll we'll do it the same way we did the reviews, where we're going to start with Ramah and go back in time from Ramah to Kapukauki to Baram to the the vanilla faction. Um, but yeah, I guess um, like I've played Task Force a lot. And you sure have. <laughs> neither of you play Hawk Islam, but you've both played me, and you've both played me when I play Task Force. So I want to get your opinions first about hey we're gonna play a game and i'm playing ramah task force in hawk law what do i so, think i'm gonna see what's the first thing that comes to your mind that like uh-oh <laughs> i mean besides the fact that you've abused people with the margarita guard like with the rafik remote attached to it that that feels that feels like something you've done 
Um, but that's what I mean. So there you go. There's, <laughs> so there you go. there's, there's the first there's one. one. And we talked about it a lot. Watch out for two Magariba guards with double Rafiks. There. I would say just, I would say one at, at the very least. That That is a combo. And actually that's a very common combo because I think it's it's available in vanilla pack no, two. It's only available here and in Dishat. No, no. Double. I know. I know. But single is available in, in core hack, isn't it? You can take a single. Yeah, the FTO Rafiks can't link in, in vanilla. Really? Weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Other I things think... can come, but not uh, not the Rafik remote. So that's the, that's the first top line one, and we've talked about that one incessantly. Um, so it's worth talking about. I guess the second one, I would... My mistake, he can in the vanilla now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, okay, yeah. Absolutely. I, I know it wasn't yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I knew this There's was like one. a light version. I wouldn't go that far. Why wouldn't you go that far? But you're not crazy. Oh, sh- no, correct. You, you, Thank yes. you, Sam. Thank Categorically you correct. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good shout. <laughs> um, <laughs> nailed it. Um, the second right, one Dan. that I would probably say is Yara and or um, Tarek Mansuri in like a Harris team. Because both of them are shockingly good. Yara doesn't have a finisher yet, but she's amazing um, with her MSV2 AP Marksman rifle um, for cheaper. And then the the this the up upgunned version of that is Tarek Mansuri um, in a uh, usually a Harris Fire team like of Kawarji's if or or really anybody because he's a wild card. Um, but those are both really powerful, versatile hitting pieces that uh, can combo with smoke in Yara's case because there is access to smoke in this faction. And um, Tarek is a monster of like special rules. Who, if you don't have him, as you can have him attack aware, which means he can just go around humming grenades at you. And um, he's immune to crits. He's got an AP rifle. He's got he's got lots going on. He's a good fighter. So those are two things off the top of my head. I see as like top line, like, oh, this is something I would see. Like this mechanical power hawk is lump stuff is something I'd be looking for. Dan, do you remember what is in that faction? No, but uh, uh, it has a Sunduck butt. So yeah. It does yes. have Sunduck butt, yeah. Actually, I would just say any any of these that can take a Sunduck butt is probably, is probably worth noting that Sunduck butt is an available option. And and yeah. he is horrifying. If there is a no mimetism camel marker on the board in this faction, it With is the eight inches of another no mimetism camel there, marker. This this well, this is one of the things about um, that you can remember about Ramah is they don't have another one. They only, only have one. Him. Yeah. The only other thing they get is the the Toregs, who are Mim six and also hidden deployment. So it's unlikely because I mean, they have decoy, decoy. I mean. What I mean to say though is that any of those cow markers are guaranteed to be that guy. Yeah. Like whether it's the deco or not, it's not, you're not going to play the Delami sh- like shell. There's game. no Delamis in this either. Yeah. Right. They can't play that game. Um, my perspective, the things that I'm the most afraid of are Magariba Guard with his link, the Sunduck butt, and a a dirt cheap Gulam link with a mm. attached killer piece because the Zayadins in this faction count as Gulams. And oh, I forgot about that. They do. Oh, mark- I remember playing against this now. Marksmanship HMG or Marksmanship Sniper or Marksmanship Missile Launcher surrounded by mm. little doctors mm-hmm. or NCOs is a terrifying, like, they can do this to you and then have a, enough points to still throw the Namurs and the Nahabs and the Mukhtars and all of these other, like, solo pieces that can get a lot of work done 
or the Janissaries or the Sunduk, but um, but the fact that they have access to a, a marksmanship five-man core link for like 80 points is yeah. is a big threat. And it's up gun too. It's a marksmanship core link with like decent yeah. shoot stats, big like like full composition bonus. Yeah, and you can have you how can, many Zaydens? You can have five Zaydens in that You link? could. Oh my god. But okay, you don't, so, right? Yeah. You only take but you the can guy shoot who's the yeah, you t- you, Your SWC goes into Zaydens. Yeah. They, so have, they have a .5 Swick sniper rifle too for 27 points. Oh man. The regular sniper rifle. Yeah, sure. but, but the thing is, is marksmanship. Like His yeah. job is I'm BS 18. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> and this is what I man. do. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what he is. And then the other side of the coin is they have a ultra effective um, Harris with the Kawari NCO MSV guy. Um, yeah, it can go anywhere. It's it's sort of like uh, we talked a little bit of the Karu team with the extra shots Fearbach. This guy is just as fast for different reasons because he's super jump and things like that. But then he gets MSV and msv solves a lot of problems yeah the quarry the quarry msv uh it's a mark 12 yeah it's pretty decent Uh, yeah mark 12 yeah i i i think there's an argument for what like i think i think you're you're saying the same thing but you could take layla too for cheaper points you don't get the nco but you've got the this almost a better gun right but you get but you lose plus one attack damage super jump bioimmunity you get a born warrior AP is arguably better than the BS tech in most cases, or the BS plus one damage in most cases, because damage sixteen versus damage thirteen and half armor. The the there's a diminishing returns to the damage sixteen versus the um the AP. You've got to hit armor six before that's relevant. Yeah, every other time damage sixteen is better. So if you're fighting size seven tags, you, you have to hit armor. You, you have to hit any any armor over two actually. Because it's you, you're taking cover out of it, right? Sure. Right, but that's his argument why 16 is better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, I understand what he's saying math-wise. Yeah, so math-wise, like, if you're if yeah, if you're fighting super heavies, absolutely, she's the better way to go about it. Like, anything hitting armor 5 or 6 or more. But this guy is just so fast. And also, unlike Yara, he'll just kill you in melee, too. Sure will. <laughs> yeah, 22. Like, you see, 22, natural-born warrior, bioimmune. And he's in a link because he's going to join the three-man team um, just to get that burst, and because he's NCO built in. Um, but yeah, those are those are like my three. Like I'm going to play against these guys. It's like can, okay, they're... can we break down the, the just for people listening who haven't listened to our previous faction breakdowns? Can we talk about why that uh, Magariba guard is so scary? Uh, the the biggest thing with the Magariba guard and why this particular combination is scary is in how many points is it exactly? So you you bring the eighty five point. It's one hundred and five um, for the twenty points for the FTO. Yeah. So it's an eighty five point Magariba guard. He's the multi HMG. So multi means he's going to get all of the the shot types. So he's good all the time. He doesn't have a downside. Um, flamethrower plus one burst, which is great. Uh, AP heavy pistol if the flamethrower isn't what you want to use, and notably a mind dispenser. Um, teamed up with his Rafik friend who's armed with a red fury and in the current season tack aware that means between the two of them at 100 points you have four orders with their innate orders and their tack aware orders magribegard also has um baggage as a built-in skill and because of that he can reload his own mind dispenser 
And because he's BS 14, he can shoot mines up to 16 inches out on 17s and reload himself. Um, what it does is it sets up situations where the Magariba guard can fire two mines um, around a corner so that they're going to hit whatever thing he's about to fight and then walk around the corner and fight it. And all of a sudden, every single enemy you'll fight in the game has to make that choice because it can kill basically anything in that one-two combo. Yeah, it's no it, it really is um, the attack version of this. I saw some people, I think, that really thought that that mind dispenser was a like defensive loadout, and it's actually the thing that makes him incredibly good at digging out mimetism pieces that most tags can't deal with. Like most tags have to go send an MSV guy to go deal with like a mimetism piece in cover. This guy just drops two mines in front of it on the advance to go fight it. And then when it comes around the corner, it goes, all right, your choice, dodge or shoot me. You <laughs> might then... do some damage to me, but you better, unless you have a gun that's going to kill me and you probably won't get all three because I'm still shooting you with BS 14. And two mines <laughs> like are going to kill a mim guy. Two mines are just going to obliterate a mim guy because they don't usually have armor. Two mines can kill everybody. Like this is the thing that, that some of my opponents found out playing this was like even guys like morats and and like armor four and five guys two mines is a lot when you don't have the cover mods you're, yeah, you're two, slightly two better odds than 50 50s you're probably taking a wound and you still have to beat a tag in the shootout and it's shooting with its four shots um yeah this is a a very fast very effective combo that's super order efficient and that's what makes it so scary yeah, and it's it's real good. Uh, it does want to go first, though. Um, if you bring two, you definitely want to go first. If you bring one and you're going to put a dirt cheap couple of links that are like a face-up Zayadin who is held in reserve and joins a group of Ghulams, you could probably survive going second. Unless so, you're playing so, like hard counters. But So remember, we're, we're trying to counter this list, though. So in Rama Task Force, right, if you see one or if you see two, like there's not going to be the same level of sort of for like skullduggery like, to defend it that there would be in other Hakka slum factions. Yes, so you you won't have to worry about things like like tons of candle markers and delamis. You're gonna know if there's a sonic button on the table because nothing else is gonna look like it. And the only thing you might not know about advancing to go kill this thing's a Torig. And that's also a lot of points. Yeah. Um so like I guess if if you're if you're facing off and no one has deployed yet because you don't know yet what you're playing against you have to choose your list before they start placing models the big threats in my opinion are the magariba guard combo the sunduck butt combo and then the ability to bring really effective cheap links that can do the job um i would bring drop troopers i would bring parachutists i would bring infiltrating camel guys um, and hackers you can you can pin down that magariba guard with hackers too. You don't have a lot of anti-hacking defense um, unless you've planned for that in this list in, in Rama in general. They don't have a lot of that, but I, I'm hesitant to say it because the Magariba guard, because he's Hawk Islam, is resilient to being hacked. Um, unless you're getting at him on his active turn, but he'll just send the like the Kawari will come. Like they'll find your hacker because they have super jump in their six two. Sure. So what I, I'm saying is, is you have the, if you have the chance to, you can put out things like a turn zero hacking net, or if you go first, you can lay pitchers around it, and you yeah. drastically you you force it to dig itself out from under that instead yeah. of coming for you with all that mine layer stuff. Yeah, it's it's a it's a way slow to slow them down. down. Yeah. Yep. That's that's certainly true. Um, but yeah, my 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 advice for how to deal with these guys is going to be 
um lean on dice like just have lots of shots you don't need a lot of msv and you don't need things like that to deal with these guys what you need is your own ability to hide because a lot of them are very good fighters and the ability to kind of come from the sides get them in ways that they can't defend themselves against where they're shooting you on your way in maggie doesn't be- like smoke either he's got no visor he's got no six cents um he can't fire his heavy flamethrower if he's in smoke right because yeah. he has to, it's not a it's a bs attack so that's a big that's a big like weak point for it same with that zayden link if you fight it and smoke it it doesn't have it'll have six cents obviously but it doesn't have any kind of visor options um the harris obviously you're gonna take a visor so you can't get there that way but if you have access to smoke those are two big um lever points for megaribas uh and the uh the ghouli zayden link smoke is always a good call like most factions you're gonna have a good time with smoke there's a few that when we get to other factions i think you're gonna run into it actually you'll see it in the next two two factions from now yeah uh, tonight but uh and then the the other thing and the honestly my like the biggest threat is in my opinion the sunduck but because it's the until you play against one you don't realize just how like oppressive this thing's gonna be um kill him if he's got an engineer if he brought fiddler you have to kill fiddler too yeah you have to you have to kill that sunduck butt to death like keep shooting it until it's no longer on the table or melee it It also doesn't like smoke it also doesn't like smoke but it's way harder to get that smoke on him because he's usually in a marker state and he won't reveal himself and you can't reveal him if you smoke it right so like if he's clever unless you can do it on the second turn anyway more of a story is smoke's always great but yeah if you don't have smoke or if your smoke is limited or if these guys remove your smoke piece, if you have an unlucky moment and you just can't get the smoke off or it's not in the right position, um, just avoid the Sunduck butt if you can. Like, that's my advice. Like, don't spend the points because he's going to trade equal or up to to get rid of him. That's been almost every game I've ever played with one. You You have to invest as much as it costs. And if you can just not, it doesn't really do anything. It'll just sit there as a pylon um unless they take one of the offensive ones but i haven't seen anybody do that yet and i've played against sunduck butts now um or if you have indirect fire of some kind if you can somehow get an em grenade or em grenade launcher and try and shut them down that way regular or em launcher in the corner he dodges on 14s oh it's 11s because it's sure. hard sure still hard and and he has to move around then too like he has to get away from it like it's not it's not nothing I'm not, <laughs> you you're doing a bad job of arguing <laughs> right now but i guys but yeah, my everything case is like it's not gonna work is... it's not gonna work it's not gonna work these are no, it, it's never like for sure in any of these things it's just these are the best choices you can make yeah and i mean i laid out what i think the best choices are right off the top i said like drop troops they don't have a good like baseline defense because they don't have any they have very few mine layers unless they happen to go into alpha seeds so you won't have to deal with mines coming down they don't have a great hacker net so if you can drop troops even drop heavy troops on them they won't likely stop you with that um and then other than that infiltrating guys with camo like it's those guys can walk past the sunduck butt and it won't reveal itself because it's not going to reveal to do a discover so you just walk on up and do your job whatever that may be disabling the the tags killing one of the gulams in the five-man link something like that and you'll be on the off to the races sweet that's, there's, that's there's Rama. watch out for them um next up i is... feel like 
so just just one thought i guess the center i feel like if you have any uh defensive mods like mimetism or even cover and you could fire at it long range like with a heavy machine gun then definitely then it usually goes down okay like it's it's not as good as the other solutions but if that's all you have that'll work you just give it something juicy to reveal and murder and then you take it out yeah most people most people are taking a, a ford observer bot yeah of some form right and you use the sensors to come sweep it yeah but it usually will just kill you on your way in Maybe Anyways, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna get discovered, you might as well just kill it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just just dispose of it. You know what I mean? Like send yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. Um Calki. Uh, All right. Let Dan go first this time. What do you think is the biggest the, the the biggest hitters, the greatest hitters are in this? The biggest hitters of Kapukalki. Uh, Give you a hint, it starts with an A. It's Owen's favorite unit. <laughs> they have a five man link of Drews. Okay, okay, that's not awful actually. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually know. Ahoy? No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. He was the um, evil cat in Smurfs. Wait. I can't remember Smurfs. I'm too young. Fucking hell, you are. I mean, yes. I watch Smurfs, but I'm, I don't it's, remember anything. Azriel. Azriel. Was that the Smurfs. name of the cat? Yeah, his name's Azriel. Huh. Um, it's Gargamel and Azriel. Uh, so the Azriel, uh, Harris is something to definitely look out for. That Azriel is, I, I can't imagine a QK player not leaving home without one. He's pretty synonymous with, um, Kapokalki, and they don't have a lot of like. I would say oh, greatest yeah. hitters. The Azrael, the uh, yeah, his uh, his plus one damage, continuous damage, flaming fearbok and or AP heavy machine gun is pretty uh, notorious, as they say. Um, yeah, I think that is that is my number one pick for greatest hitters out of this faction. Um, kind of end list <laughs> sec bands maybe. Uh, are the other ones I would kind of come up with. There's a sec band link, I think, in there that's pretty cool. Um, they have options of a, I think it's a five-man for sec bands. Yeah, they can do a core, and they're relatively inexpensive. So a NCO um, Spitfire, maybe the heavy rocket launcher five-man, uh, and they can have houses in there which of course makes them cheaper. So you can get to that five man composition bonus and the houses give you the, um, the cheap extra, uh, like two, two people in there. So I'm thinking doctor plus three sec band spitfire, heavy rocket launcher, two houses as my second pick. A big link uh, for big link. Yeah. For a core link. And that's yeah. kind of endless. <laughs> We've talked about how there's, there's not a ton in Kapokalki that sort of is like standout mechanically powerful or things to watch out for. That is a, I think it's funny because we're starting with two kind of like mechanical combo factions. Like Rama is all about sort of their like core Harris's and the fact they have access to a Sonic, but this one's kind of the same thing. They have access to a couple of really cool linkable pieces, the Azrael's and the suck bands, the ones I would kind of shout out maybe. So I think, uh, 
I think you're missing the the forest for the trees or the trees for the forest here. I think as if you're a person who doesn't know what you're going up against when you find these guys, you're absolutely right. Giant man with machine gun. But as soon as he goes on the board, you know he's going to be a problem. The Azrael is a is a gun that will kill you. <laughs> yeah. But scary. the thing that this faction does real well is they have absolute dirt cheap drop troopers. Like Ooh, they're this is gonna. True. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You will always see a Yuan Yuan in this list. There will always be one because for eight points, they will always have one in there. And if you don't prepare for that, this idiot might drop in behind you with his chain rifle or his smoke grenade and set up a one-two combo with a Jambazan link or yeah, just right. himself. Yeah. And if he doesn't do it, his bashy bazook friends can do it. Um I forgot they all had smoke. I forgot Yunyuns are AVA3 yeah. and all have smoke. <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. they yeah. also have and combat jump smoke is crazy. So they and also they have jump in they just have have a machine gun. <laughs> or a MIM6. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, yeah. This this little thing could just show up and be a major problem to you. And uh and like God help you if he pulls grenades. Because like if a guy jumps down behind and pulls regular grenades, he's fizz 14. He's throwing grenades at spec fires on 11s over walls. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a if you if you didn't know what you're playing against and you're like, oh, okay, it's another Hakazlam list. Like Hakazlam doesn't usually play the drop troop game that well. They have a few, like, yeah, they exist and they have some good parachutists, in my opinion, but they don't have a lot of really like like there's no uh Luzian and there's no what's the new Morat one that can like parachute his deployment. Oh and um... Oh, oh, the pressure department. It's the old one. It's the uh, the uh, diplomatic core Raziats. Yeah, like they don't usually play that game. Like they have fides, but they don't play the drop and like walk in guys. And this guy will. He's small enough that you wouldn't notice it too. Like you'd look at a list and you'd be like, five man link, heavy infantry Harris, some camel markers that have been put out. Okay, that's pretty much his whole it's, list. Yeah, it's twenty four points put aside for potentially three like yeah. arriving in your deployment zone if you want with with combat jump or just walking on your your edges with smoke grenades chain rifles da close kind of weapons and they actually bully in melee really oh, yeah. well for eight points with smoke grenades they're cc22 with da close kind of weapons that's that's not nothing for going and like hunting a gunfighter with smoke or if they just need to remove the fourth or fifth guy in a link like if they go hey my job is to throw smoke on this link and then kill the guy who's giving you um who's giving you six cents yeah we're so just intuitive might... a chain rifle into it right yeah. like they can whip 13 intuitive chain rifles into that smoke which is yeah terrifying so like if i was to say the three things you got to watch out for five man team it could be any kind um all of the each one of them that way yeah each one of them is going to be something scary i think the jambazan one is my favorite but i i see a solid case for just a dirt cheap let's throw all of our swick into the gulams because there you can do that you can bring a five-man google on link that is a threat with an azrael that is like a forward threat and mm -hmm. then smoke and chain rifles to disrupt and break up enemies so like if you were playing this faction and you're going up against the task force and he's like yeah i'm playing task force and you're like oh ooh, i have some opportunities here with yuan yuans to get in there and trade their lives killing the sunduk butt like they yeah. can afford to just land behind him i i I walk up my Azrael, I brawl with the bot for one one turn maybe, and then the Yuan Yuan lands in his dead zone and then comes after him with melee or just chain rifle. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's that's a problem. You need to know that that's coming. So like, I think that is a huge thing for these guys is 
there's drop troops in this list and they're going to be in every list. So how do you deal with, how do you deal with uh parachutist warbands, like eight point disposable parachutist warbands? What's your, what's your play here? Uh, you need lots of coverage. Um, if you can have mine layers, that's great. If you can have 360 HMGs, also great. Um, you basically need to make it that there's as little space near to your deployment that they can land that won't result in them being affected in some way. Even if it's as something as simple as you have a bunch of baseline hackers and repeaters around, um, just to get spotlights on them, just to shift the dice a little bit. But yeah. like something needs to be done to these guys when they show up because, or be prepared that you're just going to take some damage. Like spread your guys out. Don't don't group your whole link team on the rooftop because if he lands on the ground behind the building and then walks up the stairs and goes, all right, <laughs> I'm I'm here to die. Yeah, how somebody do I the touch stairs. with the template? Yeah, yeah. It's little yeah. things like that. Have somebody watching the stairs. Have someone with eyes on. Even if it's like your order monkey that's not really watching like the far side of the board, but he's watching that 12 inch like parachutist strip on your half of the table. Like it's little things like that. You know what I mean? Where you've got someone with an eye on that edge. So there's no completely safe spot for the onion to walk on. It's not about a perfect solution. It's make them, make them make choices. Make even the crappiest of ballistic skills or the crappiest of guns. If it's a free shot, it's a free shot. If they come inside. Yeah, exactly. And this guy's made out of paper. He's got no armor. Like you're going to shoot him and he's he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah, but you got you're you're almost forcing the combat jump then, um, which then is it's it's fixed fizz eleven right, so he's not getting that fourteen for the combat jump, which means he's less likely to to stick wherever it is he goes. If you see that, uh, if you see that Camille Evo hacker though, be aware you might get hit real hard by a whole bunch of them. Yeah, that's true. The Camille, they, the the Evo hacker, it actually that would be a good like alarm bell. Is if you see an be... Evo hacker in this list, he's probably got three Yanyans. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's Kabukalki. They they don't have a ton of them, but I think those three, you're gonna have a mixed link or a, a like a cheapo kind of defensive link. You're gonna have an offensive Harris with an Azrael, and then you're gonna have like um left and right hits. You're gonna have mm-hmm. Yuan Yuans, you're gonna have Alhawas, and you're gonna have Bashi Bazooks. Things that are not going to try and like overpower you mechanically. They're just dirt cheap and they're there to do a job. The Alhawa is going to go push the buttons for him. So his big link will never come forward. Yeah. You'll have to go dig him out. And the Yuan Yuans and the Bashi Bazooks are going to get into your deployment and mess you up. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to try anyway, but that's what you got to try and stop them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Bashis, if there are Bashis, are going to probably take out your mine network if you have any mines. Or they're going to walk in from your side and put down EM mines beside you. Yeah. Yeah. Or do, do it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gosh, that breaker so pistol plus one burst. I love breaker pistol plus one burst. He's my favorite. <laughs> you could <laughs> looking at this list again, I was like, oh my God, you could take like a seven parachutist Camille list, and those seven parachutists would only cost you 84 points. <laughs> you could have yep. seven parachutists and then add a Camille and you're at a hundred points spent, and you've got literally you're just you could coordinate everybody to walk on different sides of the board well they're all irregular too so they're all just going to use their own orders and just show That's what I mean. yeah you don't even care um just for anyone who is playing this faction is aware um the latest iteration or i say latest but whatever the current iteration is the yuan yuans do not get their impetuous when they come in no because it's, um, it's already it's after they generated the impetuous if they would have generated already it used to be that you could come in with the impetuous and then have your irregular, but that's not the case anymore. Well, whichever one you used to come in with, like if you come in during the impetuous step, 
you don't get your regular. If you come in with your regular, you don't get your impetuous. So it's kind of like a six one half dozen the other because of when the orders generate now. So yeah. yes, there, there was a time when you got both, but not yeah. anymore. But still, horrifying threat for so cheap because they're gonna they're gonna just trade their lives. Like they're gonna come in and they're gonna go. Did I kill anything in your list? High fives, everybody. We did great. Like <laughs> it's ninety nine points for three Yanyans, four Bashis, and a Camille, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and they just take so, eight points of beef. When you see a when you go to play a game and there's a Kapokalki and you're like, who the hell plays Kapokalki? And you're like, you're looking at the list and you're trying to remember what they do. And you go to the medium and the heavy infantry and you're like, oh man, that's five. That's an MSV link. Uh, that's a that's a mimetism adhesive launcher link. Like, oh, that's another MSV link with regeneration. Oh, those are really scary. Look at the Azrael, and you'll forget that the eight point guy with the chain rifle is going to be in your deployment, killing your guy. Going to start raining men. Yeah, <laughs> fucking raining men everywhere. Well, that's kind of cock. That's my opinion on it. Now I like it, and yeah, I think that's a, that's really good advice. Watch your corners, watch your uh, parachutes entries. Make sure there's a guy on the stairs. Spread your link teams. Um, be on different levels if you can mm-hmm. because sometimes they'll drop right in the middle and just go for it we um, we didn't talk about how to take apart the fire team especially Azrael. Azrael, i think um has some mechanical I, issues too that we could talk about real quick just before we we end this one off though he doesn't like mimetism he doesn't like fighting inside of his suboptimal range bands um that's really it like if you give him if you give him mimetism got to fight he only has a good range band and bs13 and like a decent amount of burst. So if you if you mod stack against him, or you I, smoke, I would, just, I would just say he's scary on his active turn. He is much less scary on his active yeah, turn. Absolutely. So like treat him. And I, I'm I'm gonna make like an assumption that people who are playing this game and are listening to this, like you get the idea of like you're better than the enemy on their attack. I'll definitely call it out if there's specific things like the the idea of this this series. Maybe there's a link that has something very unique above and beyond what a normal link is. Mm-hmm. So like, like you can't do that to Jansabans though, is what I was gonna say is that they all have MSV2, right? So that's why right. I was just calling it the as in, in particular as being he doesn't have it. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm thinking of things like people who have mimetism and MSV in mm-hmm. links, because we're yeah. gonna come to that eventually, because there's a, a bunch that have yeah. that now. And um, well, then vice versa, Jansabans don't like mirror ball, they don't like eclipse, and they don't like um albedo and uh white noise, right? Yeah. It's a great way to hunt them down. They're very expensive. I I well, that's know. what houses are for, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're gonna take that link, houses make that link cheap. Yeah. Right? One, one Jambazan with two houses is really what you want, just because mm-hmm. that one guy is gonna sit there and and he'll be a problem. Like, did you bring did you depend on smoke in any way? Well, this this guy's gonna sit there with his AP sniper rifle for 31 points and half a swick, and he will always shoot you. And he'll just start standing because even if you kill him, he's armor three. He regenerates. <laughs> You better finish him off because he's either going to risk the regeneration or his uh, his half or his uh, Gulam doctor friend who's surely going to be around is going to come see him. Mm-hmm. But I usually just see him regenerate. Sometimes yeah. you get it, sometimes you don't. But sorry, we just got stuck on that. We got stuck in the drop troops because they're so exciting. So I wanted to make sure we called it the. Uh, well, I wanted to get stuck on them because Jansen's they're the stuff. thing, like the weird thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're playing a Sectorio. They've probably got a link. Like, watch out. There's a Jambazan link is an MSV link. That's scary. Azrael, very scary. Very so scary. I'm gonna I'm gonna time. kill anything done. Um, but the, the trick here, the thing that you gotta be aware of is 
they have this in the same mm. way that the sunduck butt in the other list is the trick like this the is the thing that coming. You're, yeah. you're not gonna and that's the idea of this is like what's the thing that's gonna kill you when you go to play against this faction because it's outside of what you're normally gonna deal with when you play somebody unique with, threats got it and with that in mind let's talk about assassin barrage there we go ah! <laughs> What do you if think, Dan? What's the thing? What's the thing in Assassin's Brom that Assassin's Brom does? Is it in the name? So, I mean, they have McMurrow. They have... The <laughs> they have McMurrow. They have McMurrow. The Don't forget, because yeah. it's a big deal that they have McMurrow. <laughs> yeah, for days. If you're not prepped for McMurrow, even if you are prepped for McMurrow, it's... Uh, he's He's a brutal first turn or second turn rocket. He doesn't yep. care if he dies. He just goes and he trades up so easily. Uh, Fides will just ruin your day if you don't deploy properly. Um, and this is and you get the two uh, Sunduck butts in this one, right? Yep. Yeah, the double Sunduck butt uh, combined with uh, all the other camo markers to make it a shell they game. Also, they also get Delami. They that's the Delami. Yeah. So like the the Sunduck butt Delami combo. I haven't seen anyone else play it, but man, is it brutal to play against. Because even when you know, <laughs> even when you know, matter. you're like, <laughs> don't know, then you know. <laughs> um, those are the three that stand out in your mind, or the two yeah. I should say, or three, yeah, Fide, McMurrow, and uh, and the Sunduck butt. Yeah. What about you, Ash? What is the um, things in this list? So, so it's if if we're gonna go off of your metric here of like, what are the things that you may not think that this group can do? Um, I would so say the, you've never played against assassins. Yeah, right? like that's the idea. Yeah. What's the thing that they're gonna pull out on you? That you're gonna that be like, what is this? That, that is somewhat <laughs> yeah. unique to so, them. So that, this. Like, they do uh, so the the Barid is an oppressive hacker. If you oh, have yes. any type of like, um, if you have a hacking net and you're like very proud of like your hackers and you lean on them, like things, uh, if you're playing a nomad list, like for instance, with like Jazz and Billy or Zoe and Pywell, um, if you just have like hackable heavy infantry, uh, Assassin's Barid are like shockingly good hackers for their point values. And so you don't typically think of like small point value hackers as being like super dangerous. Um, these guys are going to get be hit linked, by that so they're going to have six cents. Trinity minus three. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get Trinity at minus three, um, which is a absolute nightmare. They all have pitchers. They're going to be in a fire team. So even like the 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 like the shooting of the pit and pitchers, by the way, are grenade launchers that still have a plus three for range bands at 16, which is obnoxious. So you combine that with like a big fire team um or even just bonus burst and they usually land the pitchers wherever they want them to go um yeah watch out for brids if that guy says he's got a brid and you're gonna know because they're open information these brids you need to have that guy die if you have something in your faction that is hackable um they are not great <laughs> uh so yeah watch out for your hackers getting killed by the, the killer hacker trinity um and then even just the basic half hacking advice guys just oblivioning the hell out of you um they're they're a terrifyingly cheap and effective hacker um so if you haven't played against mutts i mean mutts were oppressive in n3 it's not really useful information for you guys now they're still really really dangerous and this they're still really also important. has msv2 linkable and smoke in itself 
in like, itself yeah always be aware of the the smoke msv2s that's um, but i was just gonna say that the mutawas have access to jammers a lot of people have access to jammers now but they have a six point jammer um that's impetuous irregular they can have four of these if they want uh they can also have access to smoke and emirates is the bigger one these days uh, all all three of these things it's 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 basically em or oblivion warfare in a cheap warband troop so like you look at a cheap warband troop and you go oh that guy's not so bad he's just a chain rifle he's also probably got something else (laughs) so identify what that guy has um that might be a problem for your particular army because whichever one it is whether it's that emirat or it's a jammer um if he's got four of them maybe one of them is the one with smoke grenades identify what the rest of them are carrying because they might have a weapon that is going to just completely fuck up your day which you don't expect from like a five six point warband uh i think the other stuff is like relatively well known uh which is things like the the fide um you see a mcmurrow you know what a mcmurrow does probably is across a lot of factions, but those would be my well, I guess in the last one's day lamis. You're gonna see a whole pile of nondescript cam markers potentially with no mimetism. Uh it's a shell game. Assume they're all dangerous. Uh the ones that are standing up could be anything. If it's Owen, it's mind games, and the, the ones that are They'll standing all up. They'll all be standing. They're all gonna be standing up, exactly. <laughs> um you need to have a way of dealing with that. Uh, and I'll let Owen agree or disagree with me. And then we'll talk about how to deal with that stuff. Cause I also have the pains and all that. Did you, did I call it anything that you were going to call it? hundred percent. I just yeah. think you guys didn't go all the way. Cause you didn't call out any of the link shenanigans that they have going on. Sorry. So you redefined, you kind of, you kind of redefined. I, it's, I it's did. The, it's the and like, are... it, so I was, I was stopping with that top line stuff. You can, you can call that stuff out, but I was going with the, like, what does this do that nobody else does? For sure, they have one of those specialty links that does something that most links don't do. Oh, and is this that the... link that with a plus four deployment? They also have that, but this <laughs> that isn't the one I'm talking about. It's the, this is the other other one, Dan. Yeah, it's the oh, other other bad. one, my and bad. it's it's the Boktar teaming up with Lassis. Um, oh yeah, this is a this is a three man team Jordan that is that. horrifying because they've all got a very either climbing plus or super jump and are very quick they've all got mimetism and the buktar as like a spearhead he's he's not the best heavy infantry that they have because they also have the and i hate him but he's bio bioimmune he's two wounds he's mimetism he has msv1 so he gets past all the smoke stuff that you might do to defend yourself any offsets any debuffs um and then he's armed potentially with a viral rifle and that's the one that remember remember when there was a suppressing guy that my first day with my Zeta killed my Zeta on, on my Zeta's active turn while suppressing. It was this guy. I failed all my armor saves and just went completely to dead. And I was yeah. on the active turn. It was absolute shit show. First turn, first shot of a uh, Carbonite was a, an enemy McMurrow stepping out to throw smoke. And a Sunduck Bud woke up and made him make nine armor saves. <laughs> and they just killed McMurrow because yeah. viral is scary viral is a weapon that like it shows up here and there kind of sprinkled in other factions viral is like the bread and butter of like a third of the scary profiles in Hazas and Baram. viral for those of you that aren't aware is instead of making an armor save if you get hit successfully by a viral weapon you make two saves using your bts as your defensive stat well the doctor um, is not by me sorry he's immunity shock i, I mixed oh, that one up um but his dodge plus three dodge plus two so he dodges on 16s as well and he moves four inches when he does it 
Um, but yeah, so this guy teamed up. Now he's expensive. So like, and this is where, and this is where I find the Bakhtar, McMurrow, Fides, Aljabel, Sundukbat, Asawira, Yara Haddad, Muyib and Govad link, which is also a terrifying link because they have two TAC awares. They have MSV. They have number two bioimmunity, dogged MSV veteran and every type of weapon. Um, and they can be a five-man pure link. Like the list of, and then you've got the Delamis and the Ghazis, and you still have Lasiks who are mimetism, um, climbing plus viral everything, viral sniper, viral rifles, viral marksman rifles, viral rifles with X visors and bonus damage. Um, this this list, like, you don't know what the combination of crazy crap is going to come out of it. So when you go to play against assassins, it's like, so it could be a Sunduck butt. Could be two Sunduck butts. Could be two Sunduck butts and McMurrow and two Fides. Could be two Fides. Could be one Fide. Could be two it's Fides and Elgabel. Probably going to be McMurrow, two Sunduck butts, and two Fides. Like that's those how are I do it. Some combination, that's... yeah, but it's some combination of those things is incredibly common. So if we're if we're taking this from like you said, the point at which you're going to pick one of your two lists, being able sure. to deal with like assaulting war bands like Gazis or McMurrows. Uh, peeling back as much camo as possible without getting killed so like smokes and sensors for all that like sundic butt slash daylami garbage and then figuring out how to deploy so that whatever your most vulnerable piece is doesn't just immediately get scalped out by two impersonation markers or harris is led by super soldiers which again so are yeah. a standout and the Buktar, yeah yeah, the Bokhtar, I think the Asawira is actually more of a standout than the Bokhtar oh, yeah. oh, because he does it for good. so cheap. Yeah, and you can just duel um, him to keep him keep him sane. He just joins the Harris because the Harris is, can be, he can join anything. He's a, he's a wild card. What do you want to bring? Two Bereeds? A Bereed and a Gulab? <laughs> like, I, I, this was the case I was trying to make before where like, so if, if I told you that we were going to play, now you know what I like playing. And so you have an idea that, yeah, he's going to have McMurrow. He's going to have Sunduck butts for sure. He's probably going to have Fides. But you could play somebody who doesn't like all of those things or doesn't collect two Sunduck butts because you have to buy two $50 boxes to get individual models. Um, you could end up playing against somebody who's got a five-man team of MSV, X, uh, X-Visors, and Tackleware, and Mine Layer with Viral Mines, tag-teaming another Harris of super cheap, super heavy infantry, and still have the Fides. Like they're all there. And so like my advice if you're playing against Baram is sort of what Ash was saying. I think the the biggest thing that'll slow a Hassassin Baram player down is other people who have cheap disposable infantry. If you have a list that has like throwaway chain rifles and things like that, or you have... Um, or super heavy flamers and chain rifles. You know what I mean? They can also, like a, a two-wound guy that can take a hit and still take down that warband guy. Gotta be a two-wound guy with a good BTS. That's the only thing. Because like sure. they're going to trade crappy guys for your good guys. That's the thing that I'm thinking. Like you want to you wanna meet their, their wave of like cheapos with your own wave of cheapos. So like if my Daylamis are throwing Panzerfaust at you, you're you're throwing a chain rifle at him. That's sort of that's the mentality that I'm sure. thinking. What I'm saying is that you can you can go the you can swing the penalty other way too if you need to because your faction might not have cheapos. Like you don't have the choice of necessarily doing that. So how do you do that in your own way with your own faction? 
And sometimes that can be you're throwing templates with a guy that can actually just take that first wound and still be standing. Or you're using mines instead of guys, right? You're deploying out mines that are standing in for those cheap disposable troops and blocking or trapping those warbands. Yeah, those are options too. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest, I, I think, if I had... I had to pick three it's like three duos almost like rather than like three standout models that are it it's sunduck butts teamed up with Thelami, who are really obnoxious yep it's because you gotta Mc... guess which one of these templates is gonna or which one of these markers is gonna be it it's mcmurrow teamed up with fides because they complement each other because the fides solves things that solve mcmurrow and mcmurrow Correct. does the same for the fides yeah and then the last one is just just a a mechanical powerhouse in a small in a three-man group yeah whatever being variant like the, it's the, gonna the be. sweep and clear team that comes in after that wave of stuff yeah like is it gonna be uh asawira teamed up with insert whatever he wanted to go with is it gonna be a Bakhtar with lasiks or is it gonna be some mix of goveds and muyibs doing their job and they still have yara dead i, I would say it's gonna be skill. it's gonna be whatever those hitting pieces are combo with the brids that's my that's my version oh, of that, right? Because well, because then the, it's it's the hitting piece like tied in with the brids, because it means that if they never even get up and come and fight you, the brids are doing fighting, they're doing like the e warfare, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the hitting piece is there to defend them, and then do a like a turn three sweep and clear, start getting up and fighting. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's that's one of my things. Like, I've played against assassin Brahms a lot because <laughs> every time I go to an event, I play every assassin Brahm player. And they're all wildly different. Like, I haven't played against my own list yet. And I've played probably 12 games against other Baram players who have in turn played wildly different lists each time I've played against them. Like, so there's some things that Baram doesn't like. They don't like visors because um, they tend to lean into smoke with the Ghazis and the um, even the Fidays once they've revealed themselves like to throw smoke grenades. Yep. They don't, they don't love visors. They, like you said, they don't love other warbands. They don't love because yeah. they don't they don't bring a lot of armor. Their hitting pieces do, but the backups to the hitting pieces and all their support pieces don't tend to bring a lot of armor. Um, so like outside the Sonic butt and the like lead pieces in like a fire team. So like the Asawiras and the um Bakhtar. Bakhtar. and the AR. Though the he, AR, yeah. He doesn't he usually goes solo, but and by usually you're not riding a ton of armor. So yeah. it just it means that they they can they can suffer to things like rockets. Um, like face-to-face templates they don't like a lot. Um, and then also, um, whatchamacallit, uh, also just like direct template weapons. Yeah, direct template. Everybody get all shotguns being template weapons. I mean, they get that benefit too for being Hakuslam. Um, but yeah, like I, I think if you have if you have cheap guys that can trade or if you can bait the person you're playing against. Like if, mm-hmm. if you've deployed and you brought, you're playing a list like, like you're playing Neoterra. Neoterra doesn't doesn't trade well. Like they have really good guys, and that's what they get. Like they don't have the here comes the ten gulams or here comes no, they the have, they have some they have auxilias. They have a few like kind of standard trade pieces, but you're right for the most. But part, even even their cheapo auxilias are like eighteen points or fifteen points. Like they're they're still more expensive than two Delamis. Um, But for them, they can go all right. He's gonna come and kill something, but that's what the left hook's for. Like, I need my I need my right hook to go out and reveal his shenanigans. What is it that I'm running into in this list? 
because he's deployed now and he's got McMurrow back there and he's got his two smiley faces and there's a couple camo markers. Because um, I've also, one of my lists baits a Sunduck butt with two uh, two Delami that just stand near each other. <laughs> so when you go to measure their infiltration, you only measure the 20 inches for forward deployment and then you put them within eight of each other. And you're like, could be anything. <laughs> one thing I will say about Hassassins is they tend to be fairly forward facing and they tend to have a really good short game and a really, um, a really like rough endurance game. So they, they, when I say forward facing, what I mean is they don't have a lot behind their deployment line that can survive like a deployment zone attack or AD troops or parachutists if you get the active turn on them. So if you have access to that stuff, they are tending to trade out quickly. And that means that their endurance game's low because they're willing to trade pieces um, and they're trying to trade at a higher rate than you. So having like holdback pieces like hidden deployment and parachutists and waiting for the second, like your first active turn and kind of like weathering the storm. Things like Yuan Yuan's are a great solution. They sure are. Yeah, Yuan Yuan's, um, any type of like uh, lateral attack, assassins don't tend to love because like, they're in your face and in your half of the table, usually by the end of the first turn, there's not a lot waiting around in their end. So if the mission revolves around like getting to their half or uh, holding like three zones, it's kind of an uphill fight for assassins because they overextend really fast. It's in their nature, right? They start deployed forward. A lot of the time they, they push forward with like war bands. McMurrow goes on rampages and the, um, the, like the fides like are in your deployments on the start of the game. So they they have kind of like a, a weak rear armor, if you will. And then because their hitting pieces tend to be paired with like lighter pieces, if you can get to that lateral attack, you can usually scalpel out the thing that's giving them the burst bonus or giving them six cents or whatever. So Dan, you've played against these iterations of lists that I've played. Ash has not. <laughs> how do you feel? What's um, the, how do you fight Baron? I played against Jordan's version of your list. I, I haven't played your list, but I played against Assassins a lot recently. I think. Um, How many Sunday does he own? <laughs> min minus Just six one. is is really good typically, because there's not a lot that can. I mean, the you have to protect against the Fides and McMurrow, right? But if you can survive the Fides and McMurrow then anything that's like min minus six can really fight super well against all the Delamis and all the Sunduk butts. It can really clear out all these standing markers kind of thing. Um, just because it's like the mod stacking is just horrific when it's like minus nine to their attacks and they're like, eh. So it's, and then with that, it's if you, like basically if you have hidden deployment, min minus six, that you can survive the first turn and then come out and then uh, having guys that can take a hit that aren't afraid of the fide so much um, that'll like the like in no 12 like the raptor is a pretty good example like the raptor with his uh ox bot or whatever this guy has like the heavy flamethrower and just like armor three two wounds the fide doesn't really want to get into that or go anywhere near that um so that's kind of good to put on your flanks, protecting your other things. It's it's a rough go either way, but it's just kind of 
making it difficult for for the assassin player to, to to take you apart and try to you don't want to play his game you want to play your own game and force him into doing that and that that's where i found success against uh owen's lists there you go there you go yeah but as far as potential avenues of being hit this one's pretty varied they have ways to get in your deployment. They've got camo, they've got infiltrators, they've got warbands, and they also have some scary links. So if you're playing against them, you'll kind of figure out as soon as you've deployed what it is you've run into. But if you have, if you have ter- like use the terrain to your advantage, if you can, um, really limit the ways that the Fides and McMurrow can come at you without getting some vision against them. Total reaction stuff is great. Like Dan said, um, hidden deploy mimetism stacking guys are good because they can get in there and challenge the uh, the sea of of mediocre troops. And uh, yeah, that would be that'd be the best. I would I would start with my last also, one would be whatever your obvious lieutenant list is. Take the other one. So yeah, <laughs> like Don't if you have an obvious lieutenant list, or if, yeah. <laughs> Whichever list you have that has like two to three potential lieutenants, take that one. Don't take the one where it's there's this is the alpha. This <laughs> or is take the Wallace. one where take take the well what that's actually my, that was my second argument. Or take a lieutenant option who's just like not gonna die to a fide. Right? If your lieutenant's a tag or if your lieutenant's a you know Achilles, he doesn't care about a fide. Like, go for it. Come on, let's fight. <laughs> like whatever you want. Eat a flamethrower or eat a, you know, like if you if you do a wound on me, great. I don't really care. Yeah, uh, I would also say if you go if you go second, then you kind of have some idea how they deploy. But if you go first, be really wary of how they can deploy to screw you on your first turn when you activate. Like, don't yeah. don't be overconfident when you deploy first because I, they will aggressively deploy against you. I would almost say, in the in the rare exception of this game let them have the first turn but make them deploy before you do um because they can get really nasty if they know where all your models are like if if you've had to put down your link and you've put down your guys he's like i just put this little smiley face on the rooftop with your whole group yeah i'd almost always if you activated them i'd almost always pick deployment against assassins but that's that's a unique thing, right? Many games you don't want to go second, right? Definitely, like, yeah, you, yeah. Like usually, well, you it's... might not be going second either. Like, there's some missions assassins might not choose to go first, right? Like you you very often made a barom list where you don't want to go first. So, but if you win the initiative roll, choosing deployment over choosing initiative is, you might yeah. still end up going first, but making them deploy first is a huge advantage. Yeah, if if there was anything, that would be that would be another point, and that's a good one for, for there, Dan, because like. Yeah, it's it's much harder for them to be able to play the game if the game of trying to screw you on your first turn, if uh, they don't know where you are, if they don't know where your groups are going to be, they can guess like, oh, that building's probably where you're going to go. But well, at least one, if he's got two fides, at least one of those fides is going to be down already. Exactly, and if he's got his sunduck butts are already deployed or his camel markers are already deployed, you can see what they can see. But if he goes second and he goes, I'm willing to put a guy right here looking at you, and we can both die together. Yeah, picking deployment against Baram is a big, big F you. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. That's Baram. Uh, pick deployment. Might help. And then finally, we have the like vanilla Hakislam, the the 
hack islam as a major faction the the mix and um, match yeah so this one and it's going to be this is going to be a hard one for every major faction like out of the the six basically i think we just call it the repeats to start off with right because there are some repeats from the first three yeah and all the links go away with one except one <laughs> a really important uh, one is the magariba guard combo actually uh, two because the um you i think you can do the asawira still in this too you yeah can, you can still yeah. do the asawira which is huge because it gets rid of his frenzy downside yeah fair enough uh, but bereads are back you've got and and i guess the things that they can also add the the little you might not see this coming having described all these other things is um is the the twins um zamira and zulieka well the coom riders the coom riders because they show up in this faction and they're not in any of the other sub factions and they can really surprise you <laughs> these and guys can be shocking these are these are, these are mcmurrow juniors where <laughs> they sure are they're not they're not McMurrow. They're not gonna do what McMurrow does, but they're gonna come at you real fast and they're gonna kill themselves and trade up points because they're they're ridiculous. <laughs> Zoyeka, uh or not Zoyeka, it is Zamira is the one that I think is the scarier of the two. Zoyeka is also their first Zerki M close combat weapon and fist 13. Yeah, and the, CC 22. The dodge into line of sight on a 13 and then berserk 14 inches with a em weapon <laughs> don't don't bring lieutenant tag yeah. berserking like, 14 inches is insane because she berserks if, on her motorcycle and fights you this if they're fucking if, nuts. if they know that you brought lieutenant tag like i would i would go so far if you're playing hawk islam as the vanilla hawk islam force don't bring your tag list just don't they have too many tools. They have too many good hackers. They have too many. They have breeds that'll kill your hackers. And they have just like a smorgasbord of like throwaway infantry that are going to trade their lives better than that tag can fight. I would I would not bring it. I would bring your list that has a lot of medium and like fighty troops. Bring MSV because they have smoke everywhere. Um, if you have some close combat guys that have MSV, bring them because they also have a bunch of people that'll try and engage you, even if it means just stopping you from going on your rampages. Um, and yeah, and it's it's the greatest hits from the other three groups. Um, the Sunduck Bud is back, and he will always be there. Um, the Magariba Guard combo is there. The Fides are there. And now you've added the, the Coom Riders as opposed to um, McMurrow. The Jambazans are back with MSV2. The Nafatin are around. You might see a Lieutenant Nafatin. So if you ever see just a random guy with a flamethrower hanging out, kill that guy. It's probably their Lieutenant if it's not Saladin. Yeah, not Salad. I, I will say that um, you don't even need to dodge in the line of sight with Zamira. There's some, there's some shenanigans you can do just having like a regular guy on a corner looking at the thing you want to berserk into, driving her up behind him and then moving him out of the way so then she has line of sight there's a oh, bunch of like saying. you don't even have to make dice rolls like there's a bunch of silly things you can do with a she stands that behind the magariba guard as the magariba yeah. guard kind of yeah. shoves out of the way <laughs> yeah yeah and then it just shoots out of the way and launches this em close combat missile watch out for the bikes because the coom bikes only exist in um in this in this faction and they if are you're, yeah i think if you're cheap. playing if you're seeing somebody who's playing this faction it's kind of the draw here is because they're here. Yeah. Yeah. Over the others, ha Hack Islam, especially if you do see vanilla Hack Islam, 
it, the draw there's two draws the kuma are the unique thing but i think that the mix and matching being able to get fides and a maggie being able to or get an, a sundic butt and a you know, Azrael. Azrael. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it's the it's the versatility of mixing and matching plus you get a little little dusting of insane bike people on top of like insane biker gang on top of it yeah um it, it's hard too because i can't say like oh watch out like bring this sort of thing to deal with it um but kind of take take all of the things that we described in the in the um sectorials and they they all apply here the only thing you don't have to fight when you when they're playing the vanilla one is any of the any of the link powerhouses um so you won't have to play against the romaz um beefed up zayed and sniper or uh you won't have to do like a boktar being surrounded by um hackers and viral weapons and you won't have to deal with asura links or asavira links rather instead you just get to fight a sea of probably middling strength guys backed up by a few super soldiers I mean, and like murder bikes and like fides. <laughs> it's it has its own draw for sure. Yep. All blended together with 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 like a a, sh- a dusting of uh of mercenaries, because that's the thing you always get in Vidal. Is you can yep. end up with like random mercenaries and stuff as well. Again, well, we, we did it. We we talked about this way back when though. I wouldn't worry as much about the mercenaries, because Hakazlam of all of the factions doesn't need its mercenaries yeah it has people that do these jobs already yeah but uh yeah we 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 did it we made it to the end bullet did it. to the end this is good i like this yeah yeah no i like this i liked i liked the um destruct what is the um um uh deconstruction of of like the things we did before it's like a deconstructivist um like look at the faction as opposed to doing like uh how do you play this it's like a how do you look out against it and play against it i think this is a cool a cool series and a good idea so thanks for coming up with it i think i would clarify the only thing i'm going to say for links because they're going to come up a lot more if we continue to do more of these yeah the the to be really precise about or at least more precise every faction every sub faction has its links everybody has it but some factions have bar teams for those in n4 sorry Every every sub faction has its fire teams, but some sub faction fire teams have a thing that puts them above just like the the base stats that you're going to get out of it. And the things in my mind that stand out are a combination of both mimetism and MSV, um, marksmanship in the link, or cost, or six or six cents combined with something too. I think six cents combined with hacking. Six cents combined. There's a few other like. But I, I'm, I'm saying my my three, those are the ones that will get like special mention. Sure. Combining like the everyone, combining, yeah. Yeah. Everyone can get a hacker in a link. Everyone can get like a couple of different abilities. Well, but but not Trinity the, minus three hacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. it's it's a combination of the fire team bonus with either a skill or equipment yeah. piece that you don't normally get. But yeah, that that for sure. Like so those big three of a combination of both mimetism and a and a visor in a link, a marksmanship link or um the the sheer cost versus value and like that's why the azrael one i think stands out because the azrael is like a cool model but he's basically mm-hmm. just a heavy infantry with a, a good gun and there's a couple of those guys out yeah, there. his bonus skills though like plus damage plus continuous damage are are the big the big like oh hang on you're not just a you're not just beef yeah i i i guess i i think i look at it because he's under 70 points for his like 
that's what sure. makes him so scary is that mm-hmm. you can do it for so so cheap and also get that big scary gun that's all if you're about plus one i guess you're gonna mention every single time it comes up <laughs> it's a real good <laughs> every gun. every link that has a four burst fear box is worth noting <laughs> but when it's a four burst plus one damage continuous fire fear box <laughs> even more it so. gets into an extra 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 level of just it doesn't matter what i just hit it's probably gonna die yeah for sure yeah i just wanted to clarify that because it it came we kind of talked about it on and off so like anyone who can do both that would be i guess climbing plus and super jump are probably worth bringing up too Sure, yeah, being able to plunging fire, get to angles you can't normally get to. That's that's why I was just going to say it's combining the mechanical advantages of a fire team with a unique combination of skills and equipment. Because to me, that's the that's what that we call it out. That isn't just like walking around. Yeah, because yeah. like to me, MSV and mimetism are fairly common skills, but like continuous damage plus one damage are not. <laughs> so that's to me, that's the thing with the Azrael. It's like, yeah, his point value is efficient and stuff as well. But this guy's a guy that when he hits you, he's literally dropping the sun on you and you're not walking away from but it. I, I meant guys and, and, you're, and when that both. happens to you, you're not expecting it. It's not a thing you you see in another faction. So if the point of this faction guy is to call out things that are like uniquely dangerous or like that you wouldn't normally see anywhere else, that feels like a the, the fact that he's carrying the hammer of dawn feels feels fairly significant. I'm saying the guy, the guys who have both of those skills at the same time, who have mimetism and an MSV on the sure, same yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. the call. It. I, yeah. I'm just saying that 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 to me that falls into like a, a unique blend of skills and equipment plus being in a fire team. Sure. Yeah. Are you gonna say that? Uh, and if you guys think we've missed anything, uh, go on our Discord and let us know. That's right. Hit us up with your favorite hack Islam uh, greatest hitters and what you would do to counter them. What your fact, not necessarily what your faction does, but what you think in general people should do to try and take it apart. Because the whole thing here, if you're going to be deconstructivist, is to look at it and go like, no, nothing infinity is be- unbeatable. There's nothing that doesn't have its bad day, as Owen just yeah. discussed in his his games last week. <laughs> you can have a bad day with Starko. Um, My perspective was more like, I hate gotchas. I hate it when you lose, not because you made like bad plays, but because you didn't mm-hmm. know that it was a bad play. Yeah, so you like, didn't understand the combination. Let everyone go out there and find your way to like overcome these things. For me, it's like watch out for the drop troop. Van Zant walks in from behind. Bolts are linkable and add marksmanship. Atalanta's a model. Like these are all the things. Atalanta's that I'm, a model. Like, <laughs> you, you you will remember every time you run into all of these little guys who can do. Oh, this I remember. Thing like everyone remembers yeah and that's what i mean like but you didn't know beforehand so you go to play that game dan and you're like what does that model do oh she's a sniper and she has msv and total reaction and marks yeah yeah the point of this is the point is to not feel powerless and for people to not feel powerless going into it like they had some concept of what that army was going to do i think there's a lot of models and a lot of in every faction that that are are worth having this discussion about absolutely you're like what does this guy do (laughs) What? Wait a second. You're telling me the, the dog walks in from my deployment? <laughs> and his sister's there too? <laughs> like, and what? She, and she has a grenade launcher? <laughs> yeah. And she's and she's as good as my heavy. What is happening right now? Yeah. I So like things like that, that are all over the place throughout the game, but they, they only show up usually once. Everybody's got their, their piece or sometimes two or three pieces that are problems. And the point of what I was talking about here is like, don't get caught by that. And we're doing easy ones right now, in my opinion. Like, most folks are going to know these things, at least for some of these. New players, not as much, but most regular players. And I, I, we touched on it very briefly in the previous episode, but like, 
the fuck does Akari company do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That's but and that's kind of the power of these N2As. They're they're kind of dark horse combos that you don't see coming. And I think that's still people are still peeling back those layers. And to me, that's half the fun of Infinity is finding new, like uh, maybe not as efficient or obvious versions of this, but then leaning into it and finding like an interesting combination. Yeah. So anyway, that's the idea. The idea is don't get don't get caught by something that you didn't see coming. Have a chance. Still lose, but at least you knew. Make good choices. <laughs> Still lose, but make good choices. That's the idea. And at least feel like you had some control over it. Sweet. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thanks. So what's the one we're going to do next? 012? Just um, keep doing this in the same order? Do the three that we did? I'm into that. I think either 012 or ALF. Sweet. We'll do. Why don't we do 012 next week and the mailbag? Because that, okay. that'll fit. And then we do the mailbag afterwards because 012 is just going to be two, right? I feel like 012 so, is going to be real short. That's what there's I mean. Not, like, there's we'll, not that much no. stuff that's crazy and surprising. That there's some cool shit in O12. There I is. Think. Yeah, there is, but, but I like I don't think O12 plays hour. the same game that a couple. Like I think Aleph has more going on than O12 in this perspective. For sure. Yeah, and there's a newer faction for sure too. Yeah. So that makes sense. Sweet. All right. Well, O12 next week, and we'll also do the patron mailbag and ask some questions. Sweet. All right. Thanks, guys, and everybody. See ya. Bye.